There's a theory about human behavior called 10-80-10 rule. I first heard about it in the book Above the Line by Urban Meyer. Now, Meyer is a successful college football coach, and he shares his philosophy on coaching and his leadership principles that helped him achieve high levels of success in his career. I will make a special episode on this book because it's so good and I had so many aha moments, but today I want to focus on the 10-80-10 rule he mentioned. And if you have a company, if you have a team, and if something doesn't go the way you want it to go, the problem might be in your team and in your leadership skills. So don't miss this episode. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Let's go. is a concept that refers to how you categorize individuals in your company based on their performance and their attitude. So Urban Meyer, he says, think about your team or your organization as a big circle. At the very center, it's your nucleus. Here are the top 10 percenters. These are people who give all they've got all the time, who are the essence of self-discipline, self-respect, and they are relentlessly pursuing self-improvement. These are your highest performing and most committed individuals. They consistently go above and beyond, they show exceptional skills and dedication, and they contribute significantly to the team success. Do you have those people on your team? Think about that. Do you have the 10 percenters? Who is your nucleus? Then outside of this 10 percent, in the middle, you have the 80 percenters. This is the majority of people in your company. This majority group consists of average performers and contributors. Then in the middle, you have the 80 percenters. This is the majority of people, and this majority consists of average performers and contributors. They clock in, they clock out, they do the work, they're trustworthy, they do exactly what they're supposed to be doing, and they're good workers, but they just don't have the same drive. They just don't burn as hot. And the final 10 percent is your bottom 10%. These are the people who consistently underperform or display a negative attitude. They don't meet the standard expectations, their behavior is questionable, or their performance may be detrimental to the team. They are not a good core value fit, and they're basically culture killers. Okay, so how do you work with these three groups? Your nucleus, your most motivated people, these are the top 10% of performers, they need to be constantly challenged. The good thing is that you don't need to motivate them because they are doing this by themselves. But what you can do as a leader, you can provide them with autonomy and encourage them to think creatively and take risks. And I know it's so easy to work with the top 10 percenters. These are people who are so motivated, they're driven, it's a pleasure working with them, they just get you, they understand your vision, and you feel like you want to put more energy and more effort into them. But no, because your goal as a leader is to build and motivate your whole team, and the way to do that is to focus your attention on the 80 percenters. How well you perform as a company is going to be determined by what you do with the 80 percent, with the majority of people on your team. And as a leader, your challenge is to move as many 80 percenters into the nucleus as you can. I mean, think about this. What if you could expand the top 10 percent into 15 percent or 20 percent? How much more is it going to do for your business? You're going to see an incredible and a measurable increase in the performance of your team. Now, the way you work with the 80 percenters, you need to coach them, to support them, to help them improve. And what many investors do is they separate the 80 percenters, they focus on coaching them separately, but that's not what Meyer suggests. What Meyer says, his strategy, and I really like this strategy, he says most people like the company of like-minded people. That means your 10 percent of achievers or your elite will spend time with each other and the 80 percenters will do the same with their group. Now, your work as a leader, you have to change that inclination. You want to pair up the 10 percenters with 80 percenters in meetings, in projects, in decision making, and so on, because you want to give the 80 percenter guys more and more owners 
leadership. And one of the forces that gets your 80 percenters to move up is the culture they are immersed in. Because in those 80 percent, you have potential leaders, you have great people, you have potential superstars who could be your elite. And they are very much motivated by the culture they immersed in, by the surroundings they're in. So pair them up with the top performers. Okay, now what about the bottom 10 percent? Again, these are people who underperform. These are people who just don't meet the standards. If they are unable or unwilling to improve despite all the efforts you've put into them to help them, then it might be necessary to make the tough decision and let them go. And this is exactly what he says, and I'm going to read this to you because it's so important. I don't want to miss out any important details here. He says this, On the other end, the bottom 10 percenters are not really worth wasting any energy on. It took me a while to realize this. For years, I would try to change them. I would look at their corner-cutting ways and take it as a challenge to make them see the virtue and satisfaction that comes with working hard and getting results. It was probably arrogant on my part to think I could get them to change. The lesson I learned was this. Time is a non-renewable resource. If you waste it, you never get it back. So it's essential to pick your battles wisely. And you will have, or you probably do have people on your team right now who have a lot of potential, who are smart and capable, but no matter how much effort you put into them, they're not changing and they're not going to change. And I learned it the hard way myself. I had people on my team that I had to let go and I tried to give them everything. I gave them opportunities. I gave them resources. I had extra meetings with them. I had coaching sessions, personal one-on-one coaching sessions with them as well. And nothing, nothing worked. And I blame myself. I thought I was not a good leader. It was actually a challenge for me. It's like my challenge is to make them be at least average, at least like the 80 percent, you know, at least average. But that was wrong. And now when I read this book, I understood that my decision to let them go early was smart. And that was the right decision to do. And actually, I saw a huge improvement in my company's performance overall, in the team morale. So because again, the bottom 10 percent, they are culture killers. They will demotivate your A players and you don't want that to happen in your company. And I realized that because no matter what I did, my efforts were futile. So if someone doesn't want to take advantage of the resources you provide, you need to focus your attention elsewhere. Just simple as that. And I love this quote from Kobe Bryant. He said, I can't relate to lazy people. We don't speak the same language. I don't understand you. I don't want to understand you. So here's my challenge to you. I want to ask you this question. Are you working with the right people right now in your company? Do you have people in your 80% that you can save? Because if so, it's going to make a tremendous impact on your business. Or are you still putting all your time and all your energy into the bottom 10% thinking naively like I was that it's going to change? Because your goal is not to work with the bottom 10% and make them average. Your goal is to work with the average and make them superstars, make them elite. So think about this in your company. What is the situation right now? Do you have the right talent? Do you have the right people in the right seats right now? And when it comes to talent, talent doesn't have to be in your city. It doesn't have to be within 20 miles of your office. It doesn't even have to be in the same country. There are so many talented people worldwide. And if you have a job that can't be done on a computer, it can't be done from anywhere in the world. So if you're looking to expand your pool or your search of awesome individuals who can make a big difference in a company, consider hiring a virtual assistant. Check the links below. I will leave everything there, how you can take your team to the next level, what things you can delegate to your virtual assistants, or book a call with us and we can walk you through this ourselves. But thanks for tuning in. I love talking about this topic and I hope that you got some golden nuggets that you can implement in your business right away. I'll see you all next time.